Come on, Neil. Wake up. Neil. Oh, sub this. Oh, look. All right, all right. I'm awake, goddammit. Oh, for fuck's sake. I said I'm awake. Yeah. There's no need to bring out the heavy artillery, bird. Especially in a shed this small. Sorry, Neil. It just slipped out. What's wrong with just a, a soothing good old good morning, Neil, and, and perhaps a nice cup of tea, eh? Sorry, but you were dead to the world. If only. I hope you managed to get some decent shut-eye in the end, as we're about to undertake a very big adventure. Oh, considering I had to sleep on a bag of peat while being slowly waterboarded by the leaking roof, it's a small miracle that I got any shut-eye at all. Come on, let's get on our way. Bloody hell, Lily, what are you doing lurking by the pond? Fishing. Lily, you shouldn't be talking. You know what Mrs Taylor said. But there aren't any fish. She's not really fishing. She just has to sit on that ceramic toadstool and pretend to fish. Shush, Douglas. Mrs Taylor, she'll hear us. It's all right, you. The mad old dragon's not up yet. Oh, sorry, Neil. That's all right, Douglas. Even by her own standards, I appreciate that Mum has tumbled down a particularly weird rabbit hole of late. So, what are you doing? Mrs Taylor's employed us as garden gnomes. Gnomes? Yes, we haven't been able to pay our way since Gordon Ruby left, and so we do this in exchange for board and lodging. Well, I, I did wonder why you've all been looking so weather-beaten and knackered of late. That'll be the 12-hour shifts taking their toll. I'm fishing gnome, hence me rod. Douglas is wheelbarrow gnome, and Hugh... Is sleeping gnome, which, to be honest, is something he does extremely well. <laughs> Actually, Lily, it's harder than it looks. Really? It's the smiling Lily. True, I can close my eyes, but I have to maintain this big contented smile all the time. Otherwise, well, you know how mean Mrs Taylor can get. Remember what happened to Douglas when he moved his wheelbarrow? Oh, yes, the taser. She doesn't like us moving, Neil. Spoils the illusion, she says. It's particularly hard when I have a sad thought. You know, like when I think about all the other elves back home and how much fun they must be having making things in the workshop. There, there. Don't go upsetting yourself again, Hugh. Or when I imagine what fate befell Rudolph, Dasher, Dancer and Prancer. Hugh, steady there. Remember your smile. Oh, how Santa got torn to pieces before my very eyes by wild bears. All <laughs> oh, right, well, uh, we've got to get off to work now, so uh, a, a good ornamental day to you all. Look, elves, why don't you come with us? Hey, Thank you, Corundiel. But if we're not here when Mrs Taylor does her mid-morning inspection, then we'll lose our room. No, I mean, why don't you come with us and never come back? Uh, how is that possible? Yes, Bird, how is that possible? We have access to God's hole. His hole? His black hole. We know that Tracy travelled through it back to Cosmos. Perhaps you could do the same. I mean, surely it's worth the risk. You can't be happy doing this all day, can you? Well... I do get very tired holding this blasted wheelbarrow up all day. Yeah, it does get pretty boring. And then there's the piles, of course. Well, you know, from sitting all day on the toadstools. Oh, yes! Let's do it! Let's all get back to the workshop and all our Alvin chums! Right, you prep the black hole, Seagull, and uh, I'll find somewhere to hide away the Book of Life. Oh, isn't this exciting? Yeah! <laughs> 
I thought that flying around on Santa's sleigh was fun, but travelling through a multi-dimensional portal? <laughs> How mad is that? Yes, I think this might be a first for elf kind. I wonder if we'll get a mention in the Elven Gazette. Well, let's just hope we don't end up being turned inside out and then splattered across the universe in microscopic pieces. Oh, uh, is that a possibility then? I mean, well, I'm not sure I like the sound of that. Don't worry. I wouldn't be attempting this if I thought there was any danger. Hmm, it's that word attempting that troubles me, Bird. I mean, how many times have you actually navigated your way through one of these? Uh, this is the first time. Oh, I'm sorry. We, we didn't quite catch that, uh, uh, did we, elves? No. no. I said this is the first time. Perhaps if you moved your wing away from your beak, we could hear you a bit better, Bird? <coughs> oh, for goodness sake. I said this is the first time. Oh. Ah, brilliant. I'm sure you wouldn't be leading us towards guaranteed oblivion if you weren't confident, Carandiel. Uh, yes, uh, of course I wouldn't. Perhaps we should give all this a miss, Bird. I mean, unlike the elves here, I can't die, but I'm sure being ripped apart by insanely massive gravitational waves is going to hurt quite a lot. I told you, it'll be fine. Tracy made it all the way through, and you're forgetting Neil. Seraphim starlight runs through my veins. A run-of-the-mill black hole doesn't daunt me. Well, I just hope you know how to navigate through this thing. Right. It's back online now. Okay, I need everyone to link arms. That's it. Get in nice and tight together. Okay, now, on my command. Neil, what's going on? Um, nothing. What are you doing with those children? We're not children, we're elves. Elves? Uh, yeah, she, she means they're children pretending to be Santa's elves. Yeah, uh, we're, we're, we're just running through some rehearsals for the Christmas book promotion. In here? In the stock cupboard? Yeah, the, uh, this cupboard's got a real festive vibe to it, don't you think? No. Well, we think so, don't we, kids? Yeah. Yeah, but... Christmas is months away. Well, never too soon to start rehearsing, is it, kids? Yeah. yeah. Right. I'll just put these returns here and leave you to it, then. OK. Come on, bud, let's go. OK, here we go. <laughs> so, Ruby, how are you feeling today? Right as rain. I don't know why they still insist on keeping me here. Probably for observation purposes. You did suffer extensive bruising and a couple of broken ribs in the crash. Yes, well, I'm tougher than they think. I know you are, but you're mortal now, Ruby. You've got to take things a bit easier. Easy, my ass. I need to be by your side, especially at a time like this. So, best clear the air first. God, what on earth were you doing apologising to her? Oh, that, uh, well, once I realised who she really was, I was overcome with remorse. Remorse? For what? For throwing her, well, him, out of heaven. Lucifer? Yes, Lucifer. Well, well, sneaky bastard. Or should I say bitch now? It all makes sense, how everything went so ghastly and corporate. Yes, uh, she executed her revenge with laser-like focus and efficiency. You know, I always thought Lucifer a bit too clever for his own good. He had none of the playful charm of Michael or Gabriel. Anyway, the fact remains, God, that you have nothing to be sorry for. Oh, but I do. I should have been more receptive to Lucifer's suggestions and counsel. 
I mean, after all, that was his job, advising me. Well, nothing excused him for turning on you like that. He deserved what he got. No, Ruby, what I did was wrong, and what's more, she's now given me the opportunity to make amends. How, exactly? By going into business with her on a new venture. Business? You don't do business, God. You're a creator, an artist, a force of nature. Well, nonetheless, I said I'd think about it. It's the very least I can do. Everyone all right? Oh, by golly, that was quite a rush. Yeah, it's like when I eat too many sweets on Christmas Day, but with much, much more head fizziness. How are you, Neil? I have to say, you you are looking a little bit... <laughs> ...pale. Don't worry, I'm... I'm fine. Well, I'm very glad we're all in one piece. <coughs> well, more or less. I wonder what part of Cosmos this is. I don't think this is either Cosmos or Limbo. So, uh, where are we then? Not sure. Not sure? But aren't you a member of the highest cast of angels? The one with starlight cascading through your veins? Surely you're not lost already, bird. All right, mister. I can't fly a spaceship straight for more than five seconds. Hang on, why bring that up? Anyway, I didn't see you lending a hand as, as we hurtled uncontrollably towards Earth. Anyway, looks like we're in some kind of circular hotel lobby. Wow, it's massive. But with lots of different doors all leading off it. I wonder where they all go. Right, before we try one of those doors, let me do some focused breathing for a moment. Oh, here we go. Cue monumental fart and follow through. Neil, I know you've just had a bit of a rough ride, but can you quit your bitching for one moment? I need to focus. All right, get on with it then. <sighs> right, I think the mists of perception are clearing up a bit now. Some chanting might also help. Om ba, om ba. Oh, I forgot to say, Bird. Why don't we just have a little peek? Oh. Neil, don't open that door. I'm just going to take a little look round. So, Jesus, you painted all these pictures yourself, did you? Yes, it's been uh, an essential part of the healing process, being able to express myself through my art. Hmm. Oh yes, I see what you mean. It's provided some sort of catharsis. That's right, my therapist suggested it, and honestly, it's really helped. The cross? It's quite a recurring motif, isn't it? Yes, they tend to pop up quite a lot. And who's that? Nailed to it in that really huge canvas over there. It's pretty abstract, and it does look sort of familiar. Oh, yeah, that's Dad. Oh, right. God. Yes. <laughs> I thought I recognised him. That one's called See How You Like It, You Bastard. Mmm. Strong stuff. Well, yeah. All he had to do was swoop down and save me. That was a plan. But no, he was so caught up with one of his precious projects that he forgot. Forgot. Yes, must have been extremely galling. 
Nonetheless, Jesus, I do think it might be time to forgive and forget. Why should I? Well, look, as you probably know, God and I have had our differences, but we've put all that behind us now. In fact, we're thinking of working together on a fantastic new project. Well, whatever it is, I'll get it in writing for you, just in case Dad forgets to do it. Now listen, there's also an exciting role for you in this project, if you want to come on board. Really? Yes, it might be exactly what you need to kickstart you out of your malaise. As well as, maybe, going some way to a possible reconciliation with God. Well, I'm not sure if that's going to happen, to be honest, but I would be open to something new, something that would get me out of this rut. Excellent. So here's what we're planning. Um, oh, uh, don't mind me. Uh, you just carry on doing uh, whatever it is you're doing. <laughs> Who are you? Uh, Neil. Uh, Neil Taylor. And, uh, and and you are? Torsten Skullcleaver. Right. Uh, well, uh, pleased to meet you, Torsten. Son of Bjorn Legcleaver. Okay, uh, that's good to hear. Grandson of King Eric the Torso Crusher. Uh-huh. And great-grandson of Bjorn. The... Just Bjorn. Oh, right, okay. Uh, well, uh, Torsten Skull Cleaver, uh, this isn't Limbo by any chance. Limbo? <laughs> he thinks this is Limbo? <laughs> no, this is Valhalla, and we are the glorious fallen... Mighty warriors who died in fierce, raging battles. Oh, I see. Well, uh, in which case, sorry to disturb you, and uh, I'll just let you crack on with your your celebrations. Where are you going, Neil, son of the tailor? Uh, just back through the door. Which door? Oh, shit, it's gone. How am I going to get back? Only those slain in battle can enter these majestic halls. Where are you slain? Uh, to be honest, I, I, I wasn't. I'm, I'm just passing through. Passing through? No one passes through here. Prepare to be split asunder. Oh, God, no. Hang, hang on. Torsten, maybe he is a god. Oh, I didn't consider that. Neil, are you indeed a god? Um, not as such. Uh... Okay, I split you in half. Oh, 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 but but I do actually know God. Which God? Uh, the God you know with the the uh the the the, the big beard. Odin. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, Odin. How big a beard? Down to the floor, the waist. Well, uh. And plaited or free flowing? Ooh. Um, I have to say uh, that it, you know, it varies depending on his mood. Ah, nonsense! Everyone knows that Odin is a stickler for a free-flowing knee-length beard. He is renowned for never experimenting with it. Prepare to be decapitated. Carundial. You came for me. Oh, don't, don't let that door close. Wow, Valhalla, 
impressive. A talking seagull? Are you one of Odin's messengers? Yes, uh, he apologises for not sending one of the ravens. The message is this. Don't chop any limbs off Neil, as Odin would like to have a chat with him. Right, well, in that case, I will leave him intact. Thanks. Appreciated. Come on, Neil. I hope you've learnt your lesson. Main reception area. Well, that was easy. Well done, Lily. It was no big deal, really. All these doors have small signs on them if you look carefully enough. Oh, well, you've always been good at the fine detail, Lily. That's true. (laughs) Very meticulous, me. (laughs) Right then, let's go. What about the other two? Shouldn't we wait? Oh, they might be ages. Yeah, come on, Douglas. Let's get home. Lily! Douglas! Oh no, they've gone. This is your fault, Neil. All you had to do was trust me, but instead you had to wander off and blunder your way into Valhalla. Yeah, but the elves will be alright. Where are they? They could have gone through any of these doors and now be anywhere in any dimension in the universe. And they were my responsibility, Neil. I'll never live it down. Their fate will forever be on my conscience. I think you're being a tad melodramatic, Bird. Anyway, at least we've now got three less things to worry about. Sometimes, Neil, it's good to have responsibilities, people to care for. That's why I bothered saving you from an eternity of being sliced up by foul-smelling Norsemen. Excuse me, I care about people. What about Mum? Yes, but that's just weird, Neil. Weird? The love for my own mother? Yes, she flatly rejects any familial bond with you, has effectively kicked you out of your own room, and, not that long ago, was very happy to believe that you were a sexually deviant alien hybrid. Yeah, well, she's a complicated woman. Is she? Right. Well, seeing as our little fellowship has been scattered to the winds, let's get on with our primary mission. Now, Neil, I'm going to have to summon up every ounce of my angelic essence if we're to find the door to limbo. Okay, crack on then. Which means, don't distract me and don't go wandering off fiddling with door handles. Okay? Where has he put that book? It must be here somewhere. Now where has he put it? Merde! I must hide. Ah, uh, Neil must be on the crapper or something. Anyway, Andrew, if I can park you here until he returns. Sure. Oh, that's strange. Who's that hiding behind Neil's desk? Oh, uh, bonjour. I mean, uh, hello. Sorry, and you are... I'm uh, here to see Neil. I uh, dropped my pen on the floor and I was scrambling around looking for it when you... Uh, So, did you find it? Find what? The pen. Yes, yes, thank you. So where is it? Where's what? The pen. Oh, the pen. I I think I just dropped it again. (laughs) Silly me. I see. Are you here for an interview then? Yes, that's it. An interview with Neil. Right. Well, don't worry about seeing him. Neil's utterly useless at this sort of thing. I mean, look at that wet fart Brian. What sort of an idiotic hiring choice was that, eh, Andrew? Right, Brian. Sure. What's your experience? Oh, uh, uh, I like books. Okay, you're hired. Really? Yeah, why not? 
This is Andrew. Uh, he's a rep for Woodwind Books. Actually, it's uh, Samuel Swift Publishing. Whatever. Anyway, can you deal with him as I've got to dash? Uh, yes, yeah, sure. Great. Welcome aboard. Um, uh, uh, Hannah. Hannah. Hmm. Good book-selling name, that. Sure you'll do well. Bye. looking at me like that. Like what? That sardonic look. It's a real favourite of yours. I'm not giving you a sardonic look. I was just, you know, staring out into the middle distance. Blimey. Touchy or what? I'm not being sudden touchy. Okay, okay. So, uh, what's the problem then? Who said there was a problem? Well, it's just that you've been at it for quite a while now. I'm very close, actually. I'm just doing some fine-tuning, trying to match the appropriate cosmic chant to the question. Ooh, super. It's like opening a lock. Everything has to be lined up perfectly. Gosh, who knew that travelling through the space-time continuum could be so dull? That's it, that's it. The question's unlocked, and I can see the answer. Great, which door then? Follow me. Okay, it's this one. Are you sure? Of course I'm sure. I've only just spent the last couple of hours chanting my ass off trying to find it. Yeah, only there's this small sign on it that says caretaker. What? Where? Just down there at the bottom. Hello? Has there been a spillage? Eh? Uh, no. Oh, I heard voices, so I thought I'd see. Oh, excuse me, um, do you know which door leads to limbo? Oh, it's one of those over there. It's clearly signed, like this one. Clearly signed? Compared to the door signs, this sign is tiny. Nonetheless, they all have signs. I mean, just think how confusing it would be in a place this size if they didn't. <laughs> and why have the sign down the bottom of the door? Nobody looks for a sign at the bottom of a door. Right, Seagull, keep your feathers on. But it makes no sense. Sense? I've just been threatened with dismemberment by a deceased pissed Viking. I mean, how does any of this make much sense? Do you want to keep a tie? I've just brewed up. Oh, that sounds like a nice idea. Neil, we're on a mission. We can't stop for cups of tea. I've also got this matchstick ship collection I've been working on. It would be good to share it with someone. Oh, that sounds interesting. Um, have you got any biscuits? Oh, I have actually. I've got some... Ah! Come on, Neil. We've no time for this. Sorry about him. He's, uh, he's usually quite chilled. Don't worry. Maybe another time, eh? Oh, yes, of course. Um, anyway, it was, it was nice, to, nice to meet you. Um, maybe catch you later. Oh, this is very glossy. And I love the layout. Yes, it's the perfect coffee table book. I love rhododendrons. There are over 900 species, aren't there? Yes, I believe so. Uh, Do you know something, Hannah? It's good to meet someone who really knows their subject. Well, thank you, Andrew. Horticulture and garden design is a bit of a passion of mine. Let's order 25 of these. 25? Okay, great. (laughs) I'm thinking a window display with some kind of... I don't know, a secret garden diorama type thing. What do you think? Smashing idea. I'm sure we can help you with that. Right, this is the one. Yes, but are you sure? Yes, Neil. The sign says Limbo. Oh, you mean this sign? Down here. So it does. You realise I don't need to be doing this, Neil. Doing what? Leading this rescue mission. 
Yeah, sure. And that, as your nominated ministering angel, I could quite easily get away with just tossing the occasional word of encouragement in your direction. Yeah, I get that. So, um, what's your point? Not everyone has an angel looking out for them 24-7, you know. Not everyone can summon an elite member of the Seraphim in their time of need. I'm sorry, but where's all this coming from? Oh, it's just sometimes your sense of entitlement really gets on my tits. Anyway, you'd better brace yourself for this next part of the journey. To be honest, I don't think I've got anything else inside me to puke up. No, not that. Your reunion with Tasmin, I think it's going to be trickier than you think. Why's that? She might blame you for what happened to her. Oh, didn't think of that. I I just thought she'd be really pleased to see me and, you know, glad that we're getting her home. Well, just be prepared. Complicated creatures, females. Yeah, like mum. I said complicated, Neil. Not batshit crazy. Right. Anyway, shall we? Okay. Here goes. Eternal Strife was written, directed and recorded by Bruce Windward and featured the voices of Angela McIntosh, Mark Crozer, Simon Hook, James Pepper, Katie Southwell and Bruce Windward. Music and sound design by Bruce Windward. <laughs>